Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we sadly bade for farewell to our beloved Lawrence brothers with the last of Sir Andrew Lawrence in Going to the Mat. This is it. <laughs> last time we'll see him. It's <sighs> so sad. He's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he's still alive. I'm just saying we're not going to see him in another DCOM. He probably like went on to have a good career. I don't know. I mean, 2004 was his last one. I don't remember when his first one was. At unless, least 1999. Unless we decide to do, like, the Melissa and Joey ABC Family movies, we're not going to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> it's tragic. There's unless we no do Boy all Meets. of Boy Meets World. Yeah, there's no <laughs> Boy Meets World movie, unfortunately. There should have been. Mm. Instead of Girl Meets World. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, so, as we state, this movie is from 2004, um, it stars Andrew Lawrence. Of course. If you want to hear about him, you'll have to go back to one of the other ones. I think Horse Sense was the first one. Yeah. Did you hear my voice there? I was like, Horse, Horse Sense. <laughs> no, I did not hear that. <laughs> um, this movie also stars Cleo Thomas, who was zero in the greatest movie of all time, Holes. It's true. <laughs> um, we also have Alessandra Torresani, who was, do you remember that movie about the white girls who were stepping? No. It wasn't the documentary about stepping, but it was the movie where, like, they had the black girl and, like, she wasn't allowed into the sorority, so she taught, like, the white sorority to step. Kind of. She was one of the white girls who stepped. (laughs) Makes sense. She was also in a few episodes of The Big Bang Theory, and she was a girl who wrote comic books. (gasps) Which, mm. Girls don't do that. No. (laughs) Buddy is tired of The Big Bang Theory, too. (laughs) Um, she also played Anne Veal in one episode of Arrest Development, I guess before they got Mae Whitman. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, because she looked, <laughs> I, I said that she looked like a young Mae Whitman. Like, in my head, I was like, like, Arrested Development, Mae Whitman. And that, that makes yeah, sense. May, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was also in an episode of Even Stevens, where she played a wrestler. And that's what this movie is about. Wow. Uh, Lewis signed up for wrestling, and because he was, like, so, he was in, like, the lowest weight class, he was the only one who could wrestle the girl on the other, on, like, those other school's wrestling team, Mimi Nagurski. And so he, like, didn't want to, um, uh, wrestle her, because he's like, I can't wrestle a girl. Like, I, I lose either way. So he, like, eats a bunch of chocolate, and then he, like, wears uh, frying pans around his neck to try to move up in the weight class. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> um, I think she kicks his ass in the end. <laughs> As she um, should. This movie also has Wayne Brady, which I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah, I, well, as soon as I remembered the movie a little bit more, I was like, yeah, that's a strange casting. Um, you probably know Wayne Brady from Whose Line Is It Anyway? He actually won an Emmy for Whose Line Is It Anyway, so good for him. Yeah. Uh, very, very funny, talented, cool guy. Uh, he played Barney's gay black brother in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, he was in an episode of 30 Rock. Uh, he is the new host of the Let's Make a Deal reboot. And he was on Broadway in Chicago and Kinky Boots. Oh. He played Lola. Wow, very talented. Love, Love that, that for him. Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Brady stands <laughs> Um, there's Billy Aaron Brown, who, uh, played, I'm guessing it was a boyfriend in Eight Simple Worlds. Yeah, he played Kaylee Kuoko. How do you say Kaylee her name? Kuoko? Okay, I get that confused with Kaylee, with Haley Kyoko. <laughs> I was very. I know people. that's why I was like, wait, am I saying the wrong person? No. Yeah, yeah, he was her boyfriend in that. He was like a himbo. I'm pretty sure. I don't oh. remember that show too much, but ABC Family, you know, after school, it was on. 
Um, he was also untouched by an angel. Of course. And he was in three different Mary Kate and Ashley projects. Oh, I didn't see that. He was blessed. He was. <laughs> I am jealous. <laughs> he was in um, Getting There, which was a movie about them driving. And I think about that movie. Some they like get their licenses, and I think about that movie sometimes because there was like a scene where they like rolled the top down, and one of the girls was like not Mary Kate and Ashley, one of their friends was like mm, my hair. And then there was another one where like there were the boys in the other car, and they drove backward over like a like spike things. To, like, prevent you from going backwards, and <laughs> they got a flat tire. That's the only thing I remember about that movie. Um, they were also in So Little Time, the sadly short-lived television show, <laughs> and Holiday in the Sun, which I had on VHS. Wow, look at that. That was a really good movie. I'm guessing he played the other one who was not Julian from One Tree Hill, because they each had love interests, <laughs> so I'm guessing he played the other love interest. Right. Uh, oh, wait. I, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> um, we have... Brenda Strong, not, not Brenda not Song. Not Brenda Song. Um, she was somewhat. I think it was Bryce's mom in Thirteen Reasons Why. I don't know. I stopped watching Thirteen Reasons Why because it's not good. I yeah. Don't, don't watch it. Yeah. Um, she. I think it was in Supergirl and one of the Desperate Housewives. She was in Desperate Housewives. She is Mary <laughs> Alice Young herself. The entire reason that the story of Desperate Housewives begins. Oh, she's like the dead narrator. Yeah. Oh, I know that about Desperate Housewives. Mary Alice Young. Um, but how did she die? The world may never know. Actually, they may tell you for real. I don't know. I, I didn't get that far into it. <laughs> I used to watch it with my mom when I was a kid, and then I started watching it again when I got older, like a couple, like last year, and then I just stopped watching it. But she was also in Seventh Heaven. Um, I think she was just a principal. She had like a recurring role, but whenever I tried to look it up, I could only see her like talking to the parents or to like Ruthie about school. So I'm going to assume that it's a principal. <laughs> Um, and lastly, for me, that I know of, there's Marcus T. Pauk, who I recognize as Dustin from another Cinderella story, um, Joey's sidekick, the one who gets with Selena Gomez's friend. Mm. Um, but he was also, I think, Moesha's brother. So, there you go. <laughs> which probably more people recognize it as. <laughs> I did not watch Moesha. <laughs> I should, though. It's on, yeah, it's on Netflix now. Uh, did you have anyone else? No, that's it. Okay, oh um, I just wanted to start off, I was not expecting this to be a movie about a blind kid. I've seen it before, I knew that it was. <laughs> I was very thrown off when that was introduced. Well, yeah, because at the beginning, like, they don't do anything, like, they, they have, like, clues that he's yeah, blind, okay. but like, they we don't open, say it. We open on, like, shots of New York City, and there's, like, this student band playing in fucking Rockefeller's set or, like, Radio City <laughs> Musical or some shit. And I thought they were in a church at first. I was like, is this Christmas? They're do having a it band is at Christmas, Christmas Mass. But they're in, like <laughs> Radio City Musical or something. Yeah. Because he mentions it later. Yeah. Um, the crowd is going wild. They love the drummer who's wearing sunglasses indoors at night. And he starts doing like a drum solo and everyone's just like cheering and wow. So they're all cool. like fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so we cut to, we're in like Central Park, I guess. Uh, there's a few boys playing baseball, and they're pitching to the boy wearing sunglasses with... His name's Jace. His name's Jace, with a um, like disability sound ball. It's one of those like baseballs that beeps so like you can hear it, like you can tell like when it's getting closer. So like from here, we can assume that he's blind. Um, the Jace is up to bat, um, and here we learn that he is moving to Utah, and Which he is I not have, happy about it. I have some 
qualms <laughs> well, about the dialogue around Utah. Well, first of all, what I'd like to say is that the description of this movie on Disney Plus talks about um, Jace moving from New York City to the Midwest. So I was like, oh, where does he move? And then they say he's moving to Utah. Utah is not in the Midwest. We, we are, are from the Midwest. We are from the Midwest. <laughs> this Utah is Utah not part is of it. Not fair. People try to say that Missouri is not a part of the Midwest. They try to say <sighs> that Missouri is the South. They have are you, wrong. They are seen, mistaken. Have you seen a region map? Missouri is in the Midwest. It's Missouri is the gateway, the to, gateway the to the West. Oh, one time, one time, when I was at, when I was attending a big state college, um, I was in class, and I overheard these two people talking. The boy was from Minnesota, and the girl was from New Jersey, and the boy was like, mm, you know, I think it's funny when people say, because it, it was still, like, in Missouri, the state school was. You know, I think it's funny when people say Missouri is part of the South, or part of the Midwest. Like, no, you're part of the South. And I'm like, bitch, you're from Minnesota. You're practically Canadian. Yeah, like, Minnesota, Minnesota's not the Midwest. <laughs> the Mid. Mid. <laughs> mid. I mean, like, Minnesota. You're Canadian. <laughs> Sorry to any Minnesotians. But I'm not. <laughs> that, that boy represents your entire state, and I hate him. And listen, Utah... You you wish you could be a part of the Midwest, but you're not. You're the West. No, go, it's hot there. Go you climb, got deserts. Climb your rocks, your gorgeous desert landscapes. Whatever. Have seven <laughs> wives. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about Utah. Is Utah real? <laughs> it's where the Mormons. <laughs> Utah, the state of Utah. Elizabeth out loves the sister, sister wives. wives. <laughs> okay. Utah. We know that all Mormons marry multiple people. <laughs> Anyway, he's moving to Utah. He's not happy about it because he thinks it's like fucking Cowboy Central, which maybe it is. I've never been. He's calling it Hicktown. Like, <laughs> bitch, this is not Indiana. <laughs> well, okay, he's from New York. I feel I like guess. if he if they showed him a map and they're like, which one is Utah? He'd probably be like, I don't fucking know. Well, I, oh, he's like, yeah, he's literally from like Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably like up like in his like penthouse. It's like a million dollars a month. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, yeah, but his dad's moving for work, but they don't really talk about that. I guess finances, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, his friends ask if his new school has a music program, and he says, "Get this: the band plays at football games." Yeah, I was like, "Where what? else? <laughs> have you ever watched a teen talent? Did you have the CW in Manhattan, Chase? <laughs> Where else would they play? Radio City Music Hall, of course." <laughs> Oh, they probably played at the Thanksgiving parade the year before, too. They're probably one of those schools. (laughs) Um, So then they go to, like, this food stand to buy egg cream. Did you see that? Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what that is. It's not eggnog. I don't think, maybe. It's a New York thing. I guess. I don't know. I've only been to New York once. The thing I bought on the street was a hot dog. It was delicious. I bought a pretzel. It wasn't that good. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, Jace is not happy about moving. Yeah, but then we cut to the new house already, and so... Yeah, well, the car is, like, driving through, like, the beautiful Utahian, Utahian landscape where there's, like, no civilization <laughs> whatsoever. I guess they don't have suburbs in Utah. Well, they got a big-ass house, so I guess yeah, they are like, rich. fucking rich, Yeah, <laughs> and, well, they have all this land, too, which, like, seems like a very weird thing to go from New York where, like, all these people are around to, like, Utah where there's, like, all this space. It's really weird. Um, so then Jace is on his, his private basketball, the neighborhood basketball court? Yo, yeah, it's his <laughs> private basketball court, because dad was like, oh, I ha- made sure they put the hoop up for ya. 
And so, um, he's just, like, you know, getting his bearings, starting to play some Yeah, hoops. he has a little beeper underneath the hoop so we can tell where it is. And then, Zero approaches on a bike. Yeah, he introduces himself. Um, he says Jay- his name is Vince. Yeah, uh, Jace is, like, wearing sunglasses, so Vince, like, waves his hand in front of Jace's face. But Jace notices. He's like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Vince, like, keeps moving. He's like, I- are you, like... Mm- like, you know how, like, when people don't want to say gay, like, are yeah. you, like, you know... <laughs> B- blind? <laughs> like, it's not a bad word. Um, Jace asks if he wants to shoot shoot hoops, but, like, right off the bat, right off the bat, Vince is, like, a little bit weirded by it. He also, he's, he's, he's just like, I'm not into sports, and then leaves. And Jace can, like, tell that. Mm-hmm. He's just like, mm, like, I don't know, maybe he's just, like, not comfortable, like, Probably. He just met him, and he probably yeah. doesn't know anyone who is. But also, we do learn, like, he isn't into sports, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Mom drops Jace off. Excuse me. <clears throat> Mom drops Jace off for the first day of school. Um, Jace uses a, like, walking cane to get around. He trips, and someone holds the door for him. Uh, you know, just common courtesy. Yeah, and so when he gets inside, he just, like, stops in the middle of, like, the busy hallway as everyone's walking by him. And, like, it's, like like fast forward so we see that he just like stands there for a while and then this girl comes up to him and she's like oh are you jace like hi i'm mary beth like let me know if you need any help help getting around like yeah never been here before yeah (laughs) and so (laughs) and jace is like no and then he immediately runs into a jock yeah and then the jock says are you blind or something and then he sees jace he's like oh and then jace like he like tries to joke with them but he's also being very like aggressive about it I was, I kept thinking about it. Like, obviously it's, like, some sort of defense mechanism. Yeah. Like, he wants to, like, catch them first before they start to make fun of him. But he comes off a little strong. Yeah, he definitely does. He's immediately like, mmm, farm boy, go milk your cat. Like, this is Utah! There's no farms! (laughs) I mean, like, there's farms. It's, like, ranches! Like, (laughs) this is not Nebraska! (laughs) Yeah, and, yeah, and so immediately, like, that is just very off-putting to them. I think also maybe they're trying to make commentary about how, like, New York people are very, like thick skin or something. I, I, don't, I know. don't know. Um, yes. Yeah, so the jocks walk away and Mary Beth is like, oh, like that was the captain of the football and the wrestling team. Um, and she's like, I'm going to be. And Jace says major oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Mary Beth's like, oh, I'm going to be one of your readers. And Jace is like, oh, like just to put on your college application. Like, psh, I know what, I know like the kind of person you are, like goody two shoes, like just using me to like make yourself look better. But she fires back, and she's like, no, I'm doing it for the cash, like, as a joke. Mm-hmm. So immediately, he's like, oh. Oh, she someone. can keep up yeah. with my funny. Uh, Jace walks into Spanish class, and uh, a different girl ushers him to his seat. Um, another jock who said, I, it took me so long to figure out the jock's names. Yeah, they don't <laughs> do very well. I don't know who it was this time, but yeah, one of them. Yeah, there's just, like, a group of, he, like, sits in the middle of, like, a group of jocks, and one of them asks where he's from, and he's like, from the greatest city in the world, New York City. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that. <laughs> Same energy, though. Yeah. He's very, like, uppity about it. And he's, like, again, like, trying to make a joke, but nobody laughs. And he's like, oh, guess that one didn't hit. Um, Yeah, I literally wrote here, I'm like, was he trying to be funny? Like, I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, and so know. then, so John walks in. John is a jock from before. 
and he's like, howdy, partner. And so Jace is like, oh, oh, oh man. Uh, he's back. Uh-oh. Um, so then we cut to band class. Uh, Mary Beth is playing the flute. Um, Jace is on drums, and he's very bored with the classical music that they have to play. So he just begins playing an unwarranted <laughs> drum solo that is not a part of the score. And Vince joins in on the piano, so they're having, like, a little jam sesh. In the middle of class. <laughs> Normally, I approve of a jam sesh, but not in structured time. Well, yeah, and so Mr. Wyatt is the music teacher, also Wayne Brady. He, um, like, interrupts him, and he's like, hey, like, what are you doing over here? We also see at this point that, like, Mr. Wyatt never looks directly at Jace when he's talking to him, so, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah. He says, uh, yeah, so Mr. Wyatt, like, yells at him. He's like, um, that is not a part of Bach. Can you, like, shut up and, like, stop He's being like, annoying? He's like, do you think you're better than Bach? <laughs> yeah. And so then this girl leans over to Jace and says, in case no one told you, He's just like you. Which I feel like is not believable. Like, the minute he would have walked into school, someone would have been like, hey, you're blind. The music teacher's blind, too. Well, yeah, and I think that, <laughs> like, the principal probably would have told him, like, oh, there's a blind person here. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> whenever, like, again, like, if you're, like, if someone's like, oh, like, this person's gay, they're like, oh, like, do you know this person who's gay? Yeah. Or, like, my dad once, <laughs> he watched a movie that starred, like, the main character had autism, and my sister is a special ed teacher, and he's like, Caitlin, you see this movie? You see this movie? <laughs> well, yeah, even, like, I have epilepsy, and it's like, oh, I, I have a cousin who has a friend who has a mom who has epilepsy. Yeah. <laughs> um... Also, uh, Mr. Wyatt says that if you want special treatment, then you should go to a special school. Um, in my class, we're all equal, which was a little iffy for me. Not, I, I get what he's saying. Like, he's he's saying, like, we're all on the same playing yeah. field, but also, yeah. like, don't say that like it's a negative thing. Like, don't yeah. look down on that. And also, some people just need more attention, but they don't need to go to, like, a special school. Like, IEPs. Also, is just being a dick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that too. Um, so after class, they're walking out, Vince compliments Jace's, Vince compliments Jace's plane. He's like, hey man, that was cool. And Jace is like, oh, hey Vince. And Vince is like, you already recognize my voice, oh my god. Um, Vince and Jace stop at Jace's locker, and Jace asks Vince about that Wyatt guy as Mr. Wyatt walks by, which (laughs) happened to us once, what happened to us in high school. I was not there for it, but... (laughs) A friend of ours is complaining about a teacher, and she goes, oh, dumb Mr. I'm not going to say his name, (laughs) as he, like, walks up behind her, and he, like, gives her a look and then walks away. (laughs) So it does happen in real life, even when you're not blind. (laughs) Yeah, you're just stupid. (laughs) Yeah, and so then Jace is obviously embarrassed, because Vince is like, oh, bye, Mr. Wyatt, like, see you tomorrow. Um, And so, yeah, he's embarrassed oh and then some jock comes up and starts calling vince fly and like saying all this stuff and just like i don't know being mean to him and And then he leaves and so jace is like jace like continues to like antagonize them uh but vince is like oh by the way everyone calls me fly well and he doesn't like it he says it's because he's like short and so he like is small like a fly i thought it was because his last name was shoe like, shoe fly, don't bother me. Well, he also talks about how he's, like, short oh, and I stuff. Oh, I guess I missed that. Because he's not good at sports, and that's all that people do around here. 
Um, so we cut to Jace and Vince shooting hoops uh, on Jace's basketball court with, like, the little hooper <laughs> on the hoop. Yeah, and Jace asks Vince to pass the ball to him, <laughs> and Vince does a throw pass instead of a bounce pass, so it just, like, flies right by Jace, and he's like, a bounce pass, please? And so that's um, yeah, just a funny reveals, little moment. Jace reveals, he's like, oh, yeah, me and my band played at Rockefeller Center, and everyone loves us. We are rock stars. And Fly says, um, the band here are losers. Um, what does that say? They're at the bottom of the totem pole, and, like, to be accepted, you have to be a jock. Yeah. Um, oh, and then Fly's like, oh, you're, like, pretty good at basketball. Maybe you should try out. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jace is in gym class, and, like, they're ready to play basketball, but the coach, oh, sorry, I think that's my phone. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, the coach tells him to sit out on the bench and, like, do homework. And Jace is like, oh, I can play basketball. Like, we just use bounce passes, and if we have, like, a beeper by the hoop. And the coach is like, oh, well, I don't have that, so just do homework for now. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I'll look into that. But obviously, he just doesn't want to. So Jace, like, walks over to the bleachers, and he's all, like, defeated, and he pulls out some homework to work on. Yeah, so in Spanish class, they're counting by tens, and these, like, <laughs> high school sophomores cannot count by tens. Okay, one of them, the one the one guy on the team is a senior. They don't yeah. ever, like, talk about that, but that's weird. Yeah, they're like, 20, 30, 40. <laughs> and then they don't know it. Like, Well, yeah, and so John, the jock, they, he, he gets called on, and he knows, like, one of them, but then he doesn't know the other, so he tries to, like, make a joke about it, and then Jace raises his hand, and he, like, in perfect accent says the other ones, and the teacher's like, oh, very good, and so then that makes, like, John mad and insecure, because he's insecure, so he grabs Jace's tape player, which he, like, records classes with, so he can, like, study and stuff like that, and he starts playing it to himself, and, like, Jace records memos for himself, and so, like, one of the things he says is, like, something about, like, the girl in that other class, like, blah, 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 and so, like, everyone's, like, listening to this happen, except apparently the teacher can't hear it or doesn't do anything <laughs> about it. Until, like, later on when Jace is like, can he give that back to me? But then as that happens, the fire alarm goes off. And so the teacher's like, hey, take this seriously. Like, I don't know if this is a drill. Let's just do what we're supposed to do. And so Jace is, like, kind of starting to panic because everyone, like, gets up and gets out. And this is a new school for him. So he grabs his, like, his cane. cane, And he gets up and he trips on someone's backpack. But he, like, gets back up and starts walking again. he loses his cane. Yeah. And at this point, he's sort of, he just, he's lost. He's, like, in the hallway and, like, everyone is, like, you know, getting out as quickly as they can. And so he and he finds a door, but it's, like, not a door that opens. So he's, like, like grabbing the door, like, trying to open it. And then finally, like, John comes in and leads him out by the shoulder, uh, leads him outside. And so at this point, everyone just, like, stares at him. Yeah. And he looks, like, super uncomfortable and upset because obviously, like, he knows that he was, like, the last one out and that probably people are staring at him. And it's super weird. Yeah, I just, this reminded me of... Um, I thought about Molly Burke a lot when I was watching this. Yeah. If you don't know, Molly Burke is a super awesome YouTuber. She's blind. She talks about it a lot. And she talked about the situation. How she was at, like, a few years ago, she was at this big event, and there was this loud, like, sort of clang. And, ever like, obviously everyone's first thought was, like, gunfire. So everyone immediately, like, the entire crowd, like, I don't even know, like, thousands of people start running in one direction. She loses her guide dog, and, like, she's freaking out. Thankfully, like, someone, like, grabs her shoulders and, like, helps guide her to where she needs to go. Mm -hmm. But she talks about how it was, like, one of, like, the scariest situations of her life. And she's like, remember, guys, like, people with disabilities, (laughs) like, during emergency situations, we need help. Yeah. So, remember that. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, so at home, Jace is like shredding his guitar and he starts drumming and he's just dealing with his bad day the best way he knows how with yeah, music. Yeah, it's like he, they like show him like slow motion, like banging on the drums as like his parents listen. Yeah, and mom and dad like see and they're, they're like, they know that he's had a bad Jace day. Had a bad day. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to Mary Beth reading Jace's textbook to him in the hallway, and Jace starts talking about how um, he compares himself to the plight of Native Americans. Yeah. It is Indigenous Peoples Day currently as we record this. <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't great, but he's just saying that like people don't know how to treat him and they think that he's like dumb or unable to like do anything because he's blind. And Mary Beth decides to call him the fuck out. Yeah. She's like, people don't give a shit that you're blind. You are a jerk. You and act that's like why a snob. Don't like you. Yeah. She's like, have you well she didn't say this, but I was thinking, I was like, have you seen people like treat Mr. Wyatt this way? No. Like, well, yeah, and so Mary Beth says, like, your jokes are tired. Like, lose the attitude. And they're like, we're not, like, from Hicktown. I'm like, no, you're from Utah! <laughs> yeah, and so she's like, just, if you want a good joke, <laughs> tell him to go marry seven wives! <laughs> yeah, but she just gets out. to everyone <laughs> We know that you're not all polygamists. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some of you. Maybe you listen to the podcast, but I not at all of it. you. <laughs> Hey, any any of the brown children listen to this podcast? <laughs> oh my god, Elizabeth would love to hear from you. I would you. die. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so Mary Beth gets up and walks to music class. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Mr. Wyatt, like, here's here's Mary Beth uh, tell Jace uh, all this stuff. Um, and... and then we cut to the band playing at the football game. And so as John is, like, coming out, like, they're going onto the field, he tries to make fun of, like, Jace and the band, but he's, and Jace, like, again, like, jokes back. Most of the time that Jace, Jace makes jokes, he's trying to, like, make a joke back at somebody else. Like, he's trying not to be the punchline, but, like, it's but he's still, funny. like, and he's still, like, hurting himself in the process. Yeah, yeah so, I don't know, John goes onto the field, and whatever. Um, uh, yeah, Mr. Wyatt hears... Jace say that he wants a chance to take the jocks down. So Mary Beth suggests going out for a team, like maybe wrestling. She's like, my dad's the coach, and a blind kid won last year, so you yeah. can totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, at home, Jace looks up, like, blind wrestlers, and he's, like, the computer's, like, reading to him, and he learns that um, there's just, like, the only thing that they have to do different when they wrestle is, like, when they start wrestling, they just have to be touching at the beginning, and then they, like, let go and wrestle like normal. And so he really likes that because, again, I think that he doesn't like the idea of, like, having to be, like, the token. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. And like having it be like a big deal. Yeah. So he calls Mary Beth and he's like, you got it. I'm going to try out. Yeah. So <laughs> Jace and Fly are in the locker room. They find the coach, who's also the gym teacher, I guess. And they announce, they're like, hey, we want to join. And the coach is like, you know, like it'll be hard work. Um, and they're like, it's okay. Like we'll do it. Like Jace is really excited. Fly is like a little bit like on the more lenient side. Um, but the coach gives them these ta these wrestling tapes from last year to study, and if they're still interested, come back next week. Yeah, so then we cut to home. Jace is telling his parents that he wants to wrestle. Well, they're, like, at afternoon tea or something <laughs> in, like, this corporate yeah, building. They're, I don't know. I don't know where they are, here. but mom is like, I'm worried, like, this doesn't seem like a good idea, blah, blah, blah. But Jace is like, sports are the only way to fit in here, and, like, I've been missing, like, being a part of something. Plus, all people see me as is, like, the blind guy or I'm invisible to them so I like want to do this and so dad is more on Jace's side because he's like we've always told him like he can do whatever he wants so why are we gonna like hold him back for this and again mom is just like concerned that it might be dangerous
dangerous, but Jay says that, like, everything that he could do is dangerous, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't live his life. And so... So then we cut to, uh, the coach is weighing Jace and Fly to determine their weight class, because that's a thing for wrestling. You only yeah. wrestle people in, like, the same weight around you. Uh, so Jace's weight class, uh, is taken by Luke, but they don't have a backup for Luke, so he'll take that spot. But Fly's weight class, uh, is up at the very beginning and is open because he's very small. Well, and he also says that, um, whenever they have, like, people on the same team in the same weight class, they do a personal wrestle-off, and whoever wins (laughs) is who competes in competitions. A (laughs) wrestle-off. That's what he calls it. I know. (laughs) And he's like, all right, I'll see you guys on Monday at practice. Whenever you have, like, a basketball, like, one-on-one, you don't call it, like, a basketball off. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so at practice, Jace and Vince are, like, running around, and Vince, or Fly, Jace is, like, holding onto his shoulder as he runs, so they, like, know what they're doing. They're far behind, like, the pack of people, which I feel. Yeah, well, and then they're also, like, struggling with these drills, which, again, they're also new, so they don't know them. It was always, it was always my, um, my goal whenever we had to, like, run as a pack. Like, I knew that I was never gonna make it, like, in the front, but as long as I wasn't, like, a part of the back, the pack, the last pack, I thought I was okay. (laughs) If as long as I was somewhere in the middle, that's where, that's where I could be. (laughs) Yeah, but they're, like, struggling with all this new stuff, and John makes a bet that Jace and Vince won't last a week, and John, and Jace hears this. Sorry, it's very confusing, because in my notes, John and Jace both start with a J, so I had to put Joe for John. Did you use Vince the whole time, because I used Fly. I used Vince, because he said he didn't like the name (laughs) Fly. It was, like, Zero. His name's not Zero. He's Hector (laughs) Zeroni. Anyway, during a drill, Jace accidentally headbutted this guy, and so the guy's nose starts bleeding, and the guy starts yelling at Coach. He's like, this is a liability. He broke my nose, blah, 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 blah. And the coach is just like, okay, you need to leave and calm down. And he tells Jace, like, it's fine. It was an accident. And teaches him, like, what he did wrong and how he can fix that. That that was a very good coach move. Well, yeah. John (laughs) also calls Jace handicaps and says that, like, accidents are going to happen because he's handicapped. And, um... Oh, Jace, so then they're, like, back to wrestling each other, just, like, practicing. Jace is wrestling this guy who keeps making fun. Yeah. He keeps making blind references, like, making jokes about it, but they're not funny. He's like, hey, you can't see me. Sorry, I think my my phone is. It might be mine. (laughs) I have one, too, but, yeah. He's like, you can't see me. (laughs) You're blind. (laughs) Yeah. So Jace gets mad and, like, pins Luke and then just, like, won't get off of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the coach, like, pulls him off and yells at him in the office for, pop, like, almost hurting a teammate, which is not good. Um, and the coach is like, listen, like, wrestling isn't just about strength, it's about intelligence, and you have to learn that. And then Jace leaves. Um, so Mary Beth and Jace uh, walk and talk outside. Jace explains that he, as of right now, is basically Luke's tackling dummy. And they have a first uh, preseason scrimmage on Monday against the Cowboys. And Mary Beth explains that that's their rival, and it's, like, a big deal. And she talks about, like, this guy T-Rex on the team. His name is T-Rex. That's what they call him. He is the big rival for uh, John's weight class, so it's a huge thing. John has never beaten him. Yeah. So we cut to the scrimmage, and the team is, like, trash-talking John as he walks over. And they get into, like, a little bit of, like, an argument. And so John just, like, leaves and walks back over to the coach. But the coach sees this happen. It's not even, like, it's... I don't know, he, like, John just, like, walks by them, and he's just like, you're going down, and then T-Rex is like, no, you are, and that's it! That's it! 
well, the whole team is there, too, and they're like, uh, blah, blah, blah. But he goes over to Coach, and Coach is like, hey, I saw that happen. You're not wrestling today. And John's like, what? And he's like, I don't want, I don't want like, a personal vendetta to get you hurt and get you injured the whole season. Like, you're a senior. This is your only chance at, like, winning state or regional or whatever. So yeah, he so takes then, him out. So and then it's Luke versus T-Rex, mm-hmm. and Luke gets pinned and gets his shoulder hurt. He gets his collarbone broken, which I wanted to share. Uh, two of my older brothers wrestled, and one of them got his collarbone broken during a wrestling meet match so, thing. I wasn't realistic. there. I wasn't there, but yeah, that happened. Good so. job, writers. <laughs> there you go. Um, Mary Beth, Fly, and Jace talk outside. Uh, they say that Luke was taken in an ambulance, and Jace will now take Luke's spot in league matches. Um, at home, Jace tells Mom what happened at the match, and Jace says... He tells his parents that he doesn't want them there because it'll increase his nerves and he knows that he's just going to get, like, like beaten down every single time. Well, and he's like, I just want to wait till I'm better before you come, and I relate to that. Yeah, um, so Jace and... Where are we? Oh, wait, we're at a a meet. Okay. Um, John... Okay, sorry, (laughs) I got confused. John and the jocks are angry that Jace is still on the team. So they give Boomer this piece of paper. Oh, they also say that the coach cares more about being politically correct. Yay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so. Uh, we briefly see Fly lose a match, and the fucking crowd boos him. <laughs> Do not boo your own team. He's doing the best he can. <sighs> I used to want to scream that at parents would be like, come on, Elizabeth. And I'd be like, I'm doing the best I can, <laughs> Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Jace is on deck, and Boomer goes over and puts this sign on his back, and it's literally a picture of an eye with, like, a circle and a line crossed through it, like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, I guess that's funny, but it's stupid. Uh, Mary uh, Beth is watching from the stands, and the coach goes over and discreetly takes the sign off and rightfully yells at his players. Yeah. Um, but Jace uh, goes to the, goes to the mat and does a really bad. Yeah. So he immediately this, loses. Yeah, we get this montage of training along with Jace and Vince continually losing their matches. Yeah, they're getting better, like, at practice, but they're still losing. So then we cut to Mr. Wyatt is eating his lunch outside, and Mary Beth, like, helps Jace go find him. So Jace goes over to talk to him, and he thinks that Mr. Wyatt is the only one who will understand him and give him, like, helpful advice. And so Mr. Wyatt is like, oh, like, this is about wrestling. Like, why did you sign up in the first place? And Jace is like, I wanted to be a part of something where my disability was irrelevant. And so Mr. Wyatt's like, well, what about music? Don't you like that? And he's like, yeah, but that's cliche. And he just, like, lists blind musicians. And Mr. Wyatt's like, I mean, all right, I guess that's true, but... Yeah, and so Jace is like, do you ever get mad when all people see is that you're blind when they look at you? And Mr. Wyatt, like, tries to, like, he's just like, I don't know, you just he's have really to, like, fucking accept it. He's like, um, newsflash, I am blind. That is what, like, that's how the world is going to work, and right now we can't change it. Yeah. Um, uh, and so Jace tries to get up to leave because this is not what he wanted him to hear. But Mr. Wyatt's like, you're always going to be treated differently, but you keep walking around with a chip in your shoulder and it's not helping you. It's like you're basically asking people to pity you. Yeah. And so he's like, you need to try to play your song a new way, man. See, yeah, to make him see who you truly are. Yeah. <laughs> so John walks in on Jace pumping weights in the gym. Um, Jace is like, you know, like I may be like sucking bad about it when I want to say that like I didn't try and I didn't work hard. Um, John leaves, and then Mary Beth enters, and she tells him, she's like, listen, your balance is off. She knows all about wrestling because her dad is a coach, and her brothers wrestled, and girls can't wrestle, but she has an interest, and 
she doesn't talk about how she can't wrestle. <laughs> but she yeah. loves wrestling. Yeah, her and her mom, like, know a lot about it, obviously. It's, like, in their family. Yeah, and so, so she's like, you gotta get the rhythm. And she's like, you wanna learn how to dance? And so... She's like, I'm gonna teach you. So Mary Beth shows up at Jace's house with this giant, like, stuffed animal dog. Yeah. Uh, Mary Beth puts on this music and, like, shows Jace how to move to an eight count. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Mary Beth, after this, begins teaching him, like, wrestling moves with this stuffed Well, dog. okay, as they're doing this, like, they're, like, stepping, like, upstairs, and then we see the parents downstairs as, like, everything is shaking while they're <laughs> in their room, and I was like, okay, Disney, very suggestive. I see what you're doing there. Oh, I did not pay attention. <laughs> yeah, they were doing that. Um, uh, Mary Beth and Jace talk outside the house. This is, where, this is where she explains she comes from a wrestling family. And Jace asks Mary Beth why she wants to hang out with him when he's, like, so selfish. Well, because he's like, this is the first conversation we've had that was about you and not about me. And so then Mary Beth is like, uh, she's like. She says, oh, it's because you don't care that I'm an ugly she-beast. And Jace is like, you're not that. And she's like, how do you know? And so he goes to touch her face and smiles, which is a myth. According to Molly Berg, that is not a thing. Well, yeah, it's not like he, like, touches her cheek in, like, a, like, romantic way. Yeah, like, this is what, like, I thought was gonna happen, that it's gonna be like, oh, you're so pretty, from, like, touching her face, which, like, again, Molly, that, that's, you can't do that. That's not a thing. But he says, um, somebody like you has a face that matches her heart. So that's how he knows that she's pretty. Uh-huh. Mm. So then we get to a match. Yeah. Mary Beth is in the stands with Jace's parents. Uh, Jace uh, is doing well in his meet or in his match or whatever. Mary gets- Beth is like explaining wrestling to his parents because and brought like twelve books for her dad to read. <laughs> I mean, they're interested. Good for yeah. them. But uh, uh, he- I don't get it, so I'm not gonna try and explain uh, it. Yeah. I- I did not know that, like, every move, like, makes a point. Well, yeah, and so Jace get, Jace was pinned, but he got out from the pin the way that Mary Beth taught him to. Yeah, he's and getting so compliments he ends from up the coach. winning the match. Yeah. Um, so afterwards, a reporter talks to Jace in the locker room, and Jace asks why, he's like, you know, my teammates are doing a lot better than I am, like, why do you want to interview me? Yeah, and he's like, oh, it'd be a great human interest story. And so Jace is like, you know, if I end up doing well the rest of the season, then, like, yeah, maybe you can interview me, like, once I've earned it. But right now, like, no. Yeah, so then we cut to uh, after, like, Spanish class is ending, and the Spanish teacher holds John back. He says that John needs to get his grades up, or he'll get put on academic probation and not be able to do sports. And John is like, mm, the sports are my life, man. Yeah. So the teacher suggests getting a tutor. And Jace, who is still sitting there, offers to help. And John's like, why do you want to help me? And he's like, well, I realize that I have not been the easiest to deal with, so I figured we might as well, like, try to get along. Yeah, and John also agrees to help him with training, to, like, help him do better in his meets and stuff. So we cut to John and Jace working out, and they're also, like, studying Spanish at the same time. (laughs) They're like, what is good <laughs> he's like bn and yeah I'm like, oh my god that's great yeah like gonna that's gonna help spanish. you in spanish too how are you guys in the same class <laughs> yeah but anyway um so after a while jace puts on music and it's p- music that he made himself and john is like wow this is really good like you did this and he's like yeah like the sexual tension is high uh, true <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and then so they practice wrestling. They practice wrestling, and John shares this, like, secret move he does that helps him win all the time. 
Yeah, so then we cut to um, Mr. Wyatt walks in on Jace playing guitar in the music room. Like, before class. Before class. And Mr. Wyatt goes to the piano, and they have a fucking jam session. He goes to the drums, and he just- Oh, the drums, yeah. Yeah, they have- there's a literal two minutes (laughs) of them just playing music together in this movie. I- I don't know if they, like, made this- well, like, obviously, like, Wayne Brady can play instruments- I want to know if, like, this was real. Because, like, it looked like Andrew Lawrence could, like, play guitar. Wouldn't surprise me. And, like, I want to know if they were actually playing. <laughs> like, either, like, it was recorded and then they did it. Because, like, he was, like, moving his fingers. Like, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But it was it was rad. I love a good jam <laughs> session. I love a jam sesh. I wish I could An play music. An appropriate jam sesh. An appropriate jam <laughs> sesh. I wish I could play music just so, like, I could be, like, playing my instrument. And then someone come in and be like, hmm, let's jam. Yeah. So after they finish their jam sesh, uh, Jay says that he took Mr. Wyatt's advice and he got rid of the chip in his shoulder. And he says that um, he's, oh, and that's like the end of it. it. Yeah. And then they'd start jamming again. Yeah. And then we cut to um, another mat or another meet. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, John won his uh, match and the team is nicer to Jace and vice versa, we see. Luke is watching Jace from the stands as Jace wins his match, and the crowd chants his name as everyone lifts him up. Does that happen in sports? Do you, like, actually, like, lift your teammates up? I don't know. I feel like you don't unless it's, like, a big I've never big seen thing. it happen. Yeah, but ever. also, also while that happens, Fly is still sitting on the bench. He's not, like, celebrating with them anymore. Um, and so afterwards, after they're done with the meet, uh, Jace catches up with Fly and he's like, hey, are you going to come like get food with us because we're all going there, blah, blah, blah. And Fly's just like, no, I'm not going to. And he, Jace is like kind of disappointed, but Fly is just like, I'm not friends with them. He doesn't like say that outright, yeah. but he's just like. <sighs> Which sucks, like, when your friends are, like, friends with other people, and, like, you just want to hang out with your friend, but you don't want to hang out with their friend. (laughs) Yeah, and so, um, (laughs) while this is happening, Luke, who is the one who was injured, is talking to Coach, and he's saying, I want to be put back, my doctor says that I'm fine now. Because Jace is in, like, his spot in the weight class. Yeah, and so the coach is like, no, like, you're at the beginning of your healing still, like, we're not going to put you back in and risk you getting hurt. And Also, also, you're a junior, and we don't want to, like, have you injured for next year. Yeah, and then Lucas starts complaining because he's like, Jace is just a charity case and I could beat him, blah, blah, blah. He's saying this to John, and John is, like, kind of friends with Jace at this point. And so John's like, you know, he's been winning lately. And then... Yeah, Luke is like, you ruined my life, Jace. Me, 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 me. Yeah, and so Jace then, is like, I earned my spot on the team. Fuck off. Yeah, but then Jace goes to coach and says that he wants to wrestle, wrestle Luke for the <laughs> spot. Wreckle Luke. He wants to wrestle Luke for the spot because he's like, he's never going like, to let this I go. I prove if, myself and I don't want people thinking I'm a charity case. But yeah. the coach is like, that's bullshit. Jace, like, no. Yeah, the coach is literally like, shut the fuck up and wrestle. <laughs> yeah, so Jace and Mary Beth are walking outside. Um, She is like defending her dad. She's like, you know, like, you guys like, rag, like, give him a tough time, but he's like trying his best. And um, I don't know, she says something like, I don't know. Just, just like, do what you want. And so then Jace just, like, kisses her out of nowhere. Yeah. And it was, he's like, I did what I want. I don't know. It was really dumb. It was weird. Straight people are gross. Yeah. I'm a straight, we're both straight people. <laughs> um, at home, Jace is playing basketball, and he hears Fly, like, riding by on his bicycle, so he stops him. He but said, hi, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, I 
like wrote asks what's going on. <laughs> well, Fly tries to like sneak past, but Vince or Jace is like, I can hear you. And so uh he Fly he's makes... trying to like catch up to Fly before he leaves, but he runs into a pole. So then Fly comes over to help him and um he's like, Are you okay? And that's when Jace is like, What's going on? Yeah, he admits that he's angry that like he's still a loser while Jace is like being popular and like so much better and has all these new friends. Um, and at this point, all the jocks pull up, and they're like, hey, Jace, like, you coming to the party? And Jace is like, yeah, like, hold on a minute. Um, and, and so, and then, like, the scene cuts. Well, he asks if he can talk to Fly later, and Fly is just, like, forget it and leaves, annoyed. Yeah, so then we cut to Fly, like, in his garage, like, messing with his bike. Um, and we see that Jace had actually showed up at Fly's instead of going to the party to hang out with his friend and teach him that everything Mary Beth taught him. So teach that- him how to dance. Mm-hmm. So, so the next day at school, oh, he, like, teaches them how to dance, yeah, and see that there's, like, a little bit of that, but the uh, next day at school, they get their Letterman jackets, and Jace is like, oh, I look good in my Letterman jacket, ha, 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 but Fly is complaining because his is too big, because he's just, like, a short guy. So then this, like, other jock sees Fly in his Letterman jacket, and he's like, ew, you probably stole that, you runt, and starts to, like, beat him up, Yeah. but instead, Fly, like, pulls his wrestling moves that Jace just taught him on this bully, like, two times his size. Yeah. And, like, pins him to the ground. But then he, they, him and Jace have to run from this guy, and they're being chased by him. Ah, but it's great! Ah! Ah. Yeah. So, oh my god. In the locker room, we learned that John gained weight, and he is moved from his weight class uh, competing against T-Rex. And if he wants to compete against T-Rex, he has to lose six pounds in two days. No, okay, that's, the coach says, don't do that. You're not in that weight class anymore. And he says, I'm going to lose six pounds because I want to wrestle T-Rex. And the coach says, don't fucking do that. That's dangerous. But he does it anyway. So Mary Beth is reading uh, homework to Jace at home. They're in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. It's a little <laughs> I would not let my teenager <laughs> Uh, Friday, we learned that Friday is the last meet unless they make it to state, and they only make it to state if John can beat T-Rex, but that means he must lose six pounds in two days. Uh, Mary Beth just goes over and, like, starts playing Jace's drum kit. And yeah, have, like, first of all, Jace laughs at her. He's like, oh, you're not very good, but here, I'll teach you. Yeah, and so he, like, do, like, the thing where he's, like, behind her and he's, like, moving her hands over the drums. And yeah. at the same time, like, John is, like, literally killing himself. Yeah, he's, like, like probably exercising and trying it out. Yeah. Um, John, or Jace walks Mary Beth outside, but Mary Beth is like, whoa, don't kiss me, because my dad is watching. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, before Spanish class, Luke reads this newspaper article to Jace, and in the article, the coach called Jace an inspiration, whether he wins or loses. So, immediately, Luke is like, oh, like, turns out you are just a charity case, like, you're not good. Yeah, so then at this point, Jace goes to coach again, and he said, if I don't wrestle Luke, I will quit the team, because I need to prove to both of us that I am worth being on this team and that I deserve my position. So then we do a wrestle-off between Jace and Luke, and... He um, immediately pins him. Yeah, while John is, like, working out in the distance. Well, but then, after that, Jace, like, popped his shoulder out of place, and so Coach is like, oh, like, are you hurt? And he's like, yeah, I guess I just needed to be popped back in, and... Coach is like, it's gonna hurt, and he's like, all right, well, it already hurts. So the coach just pops his oh, shoulder back into place, and Jace literally, like, screams out in pain and starts, like, crying. Very good acting here, because it, it was bothersome. Yeah, it was not fun to watch, but that's the end of it. I thought it was gonna be, like, a big deal later on. It's not. No. I guess they're just showing that he's tough. This happened, um... 
in Cobra Kai where the kids got their shoulder popped out and they had to pop it back in. I mean, I've heard of that happening, but, like, why was it necessary to put this, put that in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, so, so there's a lot. We got to the last regular season match. Um, John made it in, back into his weight class, but he is obviously very unhealthy. Yeah, and Jace is, like, telling him, like, maybe you need to sit out today. You're obviously not doing well. But John is like, this is all I have. I'm an athlete, and I don't know who I am without sports. You have music, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Jace so, wins his match easily, and now John is up. Against and, T-Rex. Yeah, and Coach tells him, like, he fo- needed to focus, you know what to do, all this stuff. So the match is going on, and they're doing, like, fine at first. Like, I don't know how wrestling works, but he hasn't been pinned. Um, and then he starts getting, like, weaker and weaker as, they're, as they keep going. And... Um, John yeah. ends up getting pinned very painfully. But he, the score is tied now, and so it's up to Fly to, like, get enough points to win. And this is Fly's first, uh, like, competition after Jace has taught him how to dance and how to move. Yeah, so we do the wrestling, and then Fly wins, and the team is going to regionals. The Huskies made it Fly. to regionals. Everyone lifts up Fly, and he's so happy. Very fun. Uh, somebody got to practice. The coach is, like, giving a pep talk, and then he tells John, he's like, um, John, your weight class is moving up. You will literally kill yourself. Don't do that, you fucking idiot. Yeah, wrestling stresses me the fuck out because, like, there's enough bad body image in the world, and then you're, like, telling these boys to, like, you must stay this, you're gonna get weighed every fucking day? Yikes. Yeah. Uh, What that means, he doesn't get to fight T-Rex. And, yeah, the coach realizes that John, like, almost killed himself. Well, yeah, and so uh, John is all mad. He gets up to walk out, and then coach announces that Luke is going back to his position and that Jace is going to go up to the 152 bracket, and he's going to wrestle T-Rex. Jace is very nervous. Yeah. He's so nervous (laughs) that he angrily plays the drums at home. Yeah, he's worried. mom and dad are concerned enough to walk in. He's worried (laughs) that T-Rex is going to snap him in half, and his parents are like, well, you don't have to do it if you you really think you're gonna get injured he's like but I can't show my face in school well and but also he doesn't mean it like literally I don't think and if he does he's not very smart I don't I don't get it but he's very scared um, um, and his parents are just like we'll listen to your heart yeah <laughs> yeah so Jace is playing guitar in the band room when Mr. Wyatt walks in um and Jace is just, just kind of like uh like loading off his emotions he's just he's just like oh you know I hate when people call me brave like it's so dumb, and I'm sick of almost killing myself to fit in. And Mr. Wyatt's like, well, didn't you join wrestling to try and fit in? And, uh... Oh, and then Mr. Wyatt's like, listen, like, everyone's afraid. Like, you're not special for being afraid. Like, especially when you're a teenager. So, like, quit being a little bitch. Yeah, and then he <laughs> tells him to tackle the fear. Yeah. Yeah, so then Jace confronts John, because John is, like, trying to bail on the team. And Jace is like, you need to finish what you started. Like, this is your senior year. Stop being a little bitch and just do what you're supposed to do. And John is like... Uh, like, T-Rex you, is gonna you, hurt yeah. you. He's like, are you really gonna wrestle T-Rex? And Jace is like, I'll wrestle if you wrestle. And then that's that. Yeah. So, we go to regionals. So it's regionals. Uh, John is wins in his, new his weight match. Class. Yeah, yeah, he wins match. He wins his match in his new weight class. Mary Beth is in the band. Fly wins his match, but Luke loses his match. Uh-oh, what's Jace gonna happen? Jace is up next for the final one. The team is up by five, and so all Jace has to do is avoid getting pinned. Yeah. Um... 
they're wrestling Jace. Jace keeps getting body slammed just, yeah. like, left and right, which I know, like, I don't understand wrestling, but it's a lot. But, yeah, he keeps really, rolling out before yeah. he gets, like, pinned. He He's, like, down, he starts to lose, and then he's in the same position that we saw John lose to T-Rex in whenever they first did their preseason scrimmage. But he escapes, mm-hmm. his shoulder hurts, and that's when... Mary Beth starts playing a drum beat in the band. She just, like, stole some kid's drums. They they call a timeout, so Jace is, like, talking to the coach or whatever. But, yeah, Mary Beth starts leading the band. (laughs) And Jace is like, I can do it. Yeah. You are no karate kid, sir. You are not Mr. Miyagi with his little hand drums. I've been watching Cobra Kai lately. (laughs) Yeah. So the timeout is over. Jace goes back in, and he ends up pinning T-Rex. He, I don't know, he just, like, I don't think it's a pin. Well, it's not a pin, totally. He keeps him down until the timer runs out. I didn't even know there were timers in wrestling. Yeah, so their team wins. Woohoo! They all pick Jace up and put him him on their shoulders. The match win was T-Rex, but Jace was able to keep the team team wins enough. So whenever the ref raises T-Rex hand for victory, T-Rex raises Jace's hand, and they have, like, this little friendly banter, like, oh, we'll see you at state. You're not gonna beat me that time. Yeah, everyone rushes the mat to lift Jace up. So the team is awarded their trophy, uh, Mary Beth goes to hug Jace, and the reporter asks Jace for a story. He's like, is it okay to ask for this now? And, and Jace is like, yeah, like, uh, and the reporter's like, okay, I'm gonna, like, talk to your teammates and get the backstory. So the reporter talks to John, and he's like, what about having a blind teammate made this season different? And all, and John and all the teammates are like, what? Jace is blind? There's I a blind no guy on the idea. team? So they all, like, <laughs> go along with this, and, like, Jace is very happy mm-hmm. that, like, his blindness is, like, not a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, um, so after they're all, like, done in the locker room, Mary Beth, Dad, and Mom are waiting for Jace, and, uh, they meet up with him. Yeah, they they all meet, like, in the gym. Jace asks his parents to give him and Mary Beth a moment, and then they dance and They slow dance gym. in the gym for, like, a second. And I don't know how long, their parents must have been waiting for a long time. That's the end. It makes the ending I don't know. Makes it's no so sense. Stupid. I literally was like, what? We don't even see state? Because they made it to state. We don't know what happens. They don't tell us. Oh. I, I was like, why are they trying to make this a love story when that's not what it was? Like, why would they end on that? Forced heterosexual relationships in films. I'm sick of it. Okay, and then I literally said that, like, this movie loses points for doing that. Because why? Like, it could have <laughs> just won with, it could have ended with, like, his teammates being like, oh, he's blind? Ha ha. Yeah. Like, that could have been the end. They didn't need to do that. We already know they kissed. We already know they're, like, dating or whatever. Yeah, it would have been better if Jace and John got together. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We don't know how old Jace is, but John seems a little old for him. And also immature. I guess. I always thought, I don't know, I thought Jace was, like, 16. Yeah, so he's, like, two years younger. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you rate and rank this? Well, first I wanted to talk about the song that played during the Oh, yeah, yeah, It's like a rap song, and it's like, going to, I don't remember how this tune goes, but I wrote down the lyrics. It's like, you're going to the Met. It's a matter of fact. I, I don't know when they started using, like, um, the, the stars of the movie to sing, like, the theme song for the movie. Oh, I'll have to keep note of that. Well, um, I know Stuck in the Suburbs is this year, and that's, <gasps> like... But they, they didn't, like play that song like on Disney Channel. Yeah, Did I guess they? not. No, I guess not. But yeah, Stuck in the Suburbs is a big big one. Has some good songs. I was thinking of a different song. <laughs> not the song from Stuck in the Close Suburbs. Your eyes, make a yeah. I, I started singing a Jesse McCartney song. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, that's not from Stuck in the Suburbs. <laughs> anyway, um I guess it'll be a two and a half out of five. 
I put it number 34 under Don't Look Under the Bed and Above Judge Jackson. Yeah, I gave this a 3 out of 5. I put it at number 33. Mom's Got a Date with the Vampires above it and Quince is below it. But like I said, I would have given this a higher score if they didn't have, like, such a stupid ending. And, like, I don't know. The story throughout was just, like, it got lost sometimes. It, yeah, I... It wasn't... It wasn't a bad movie, and actually, I went to the page, the Wikipedia page. It won, like, some awards. Yeah, this is, like, one of the most critically acclaimed, I put that in quotes, yeah. DCOMs. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's not, like, the message that they were, like, the like the way that they handle the disability, like, that's not the bad part about it. Yeah. But, like, everything else is. Well, I mean, it's, it's a kid's movie, so I yeah. think for kids it's a good thing. It won a Director's Guild Award, and it got nominated for a hum humanitas award writing <laughs> i thought you were trying to say humanitarian no like, it's latin that's not how you say it i don't know how to speak latin humanitarian. sorry no it's just hum- yeah i know humanitas <laughs> but it also it's not like reviewed by any actual critics but it has a 73 percent on rotten tomatoes from like the audience score which i guess is who, pretty good who is reviewing this on rotten tomatoes i don't know actually it has a 72 percent wikipedia said it had a 73 when it was checked and whenever i checked it it has 72 but that's still like pretty good i didn't look up any of the other movies but yeah apparently people really like this and i just thought it was so so yeah i thought it was fine yeah but next week, we are watching Z3. <gasps> oh, Xenon, no, the end Z3. Of oh, I'm so excited. I'm really this excited. This is the first Xenon movie I saw. The first one? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have, I have a lot of fun stories about the premiere of it because I remember it very vividly. Okay, guys. So I can't wait. Stay tuned. Stay it's, tuned. It's going to be fun. Bye. Bye.